Welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today we have no actual questions. I've, re- I've realized that halfway through saying it, I'm like, maybe I should nap. I'm committed now. There you go. Uh, it is the first of the bi-monthly cycle. Yep. The first podcast of the bi-monthly cycle. So today we're going to tell you what we're up to. Yeah. That's part one. Should yeah. I just tell them what part two is now? Sure. Because... It's in the title anyway. Yeah. We talk about the NFL. Yep. Our NFL preview, they fell on the exact same because the first game is on Thursday. There you go. So, yay. Perfect. Um, also, this marks the first anniversary of the new formatted podcast. <laughs> so And the new website. And the new website. Which is great because the new website and the new podcast are wonderful. Yes. But it also means that a year ago we were massively stressed out because of the old website. Yeah, and the old podcast. And the old podcast. So we actually ended up losing the NFL podcast. We did. I had to, because every year when we do our NFL picks, I write them down anyway. Mm -hmm. That way we can do the recap of how Sean and Dave did with their NFL picks. Once the NFL season's over. Right. And it's usually embarrassing. Yeah. So we didn't do terribly last year. No, there were just some odd choices. Yeah, we'll you... get to that. <laughs> Take the Cowboys to make the playoffs again this year? I didn't. Hey, I learned, especially because actually... Tony Romo's out for the better part of the season. We will get to that's, that. That's a half hour away, you guys. <laughs> that's being ambitious. That's. That's the dream. An insert amount of time period away, you guys. <laughs> I'm now going to have to edit this down. I'm pretty sure I talked about more books than that. <laughs> nope. You did not. Uh, well, that'll happen. First things first, the one that you always have the most trouble with, what are you playing right now? I am not really playing any video games, although right? I did try No Man's Sky when I was here a week ago. That you did? Uh, and that was amazing, yep. and once I get a PlayStation, I will buy it. Right. My friend has also offered me her old Xbox 360, Oh yeah. so I'll probably take that and get some cheap used games for that because that'll be sure. fun. Uh, but right now I've been playing... I don't believe there's a baseball game on Xbox. There was MLB 2K12. I played that one a lot. Ah, gotcha. Um, that was, but that wasn't EA Sports. That would have been 2K, 2K Sports. That's why it's 2K12. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it was fun, but I just, I don't know if I'll be able to track it down. You should, uh, yeah, you should be able to. And it'd probably be like a dollar. Like that. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I haven't, I mean, that was a month ago that she's offered it to me, so I don't know if it'll amount to anything. So, right. I have been a lot of video games, but I've been playing uh, guitar. I've been picking up the guitar and playing that a lot. Sure. Yep. Um, my slow pitch season is just coming to an end. We've got playoffs uh, this, as of our recording this, tomorrow and next week. Okay. And then our slow pitch season is done. And uh, I just started back up with fantasy football. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Which we could talk more about in the next segment. Exactly. So I'm not really going to dwell on it right now. So Perfect. So those are, those are what I'm playing. Cool. hmm I played Alien Isolation. I mentioned that I had started it before. Yeah, well, I, I completed it. Um, I wrote a backlogging article on theguysfrom.com okay. about it. I didn't realize it at the time, but apparently I was playing it on the hardest difficulty possible. Oh. I just was like, yeah, I'd, I'd like it to be a little more challenging. And I picked hardest (laughs) so i had a different experience than some people did but i had a wonderful time with it right i have been playing as dave mentioned no man's sky 
It's quite enjoyable, but the loop does get rather repetitive. It's procedurally generated, so at a certain point it's just like, I've seen most of these planets just in different colors, and those animals are starting to look the same. Oh, interesting. I've put in a good chunk of time, though, to right. be fair. I had played a lot of what I had wanted to do. I wanted it for the playing as a biologist, going around, finding cool animals. And right. Doing that sort of stuff. So what I have left is mostly trading and travel. Okay. So I'm just... I've taken a bit of time to let them patch it some and add more stuff to sure. it. Sure. And then I'm definitely going to go back. Right. It's I one of those games it. that you can kind of come back to. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it's just a Zen experience. I'm thinking I might grab a podcast or two and just be like, I'm going to sit, I'm going to play No Man's Sky, and I'm going to listen to these podcasts. Oh, cool. And that's like, it's the perfect game for just zenning out for an hour and not doing anything else. Okay. And I needed one of those. Yeah. And, and completely in the same vein, I am finally getting around to Wolfenstein, the new order, which is the newest Wolfenstein game. Okay. And it is awesome. Is it? It's so good. Man, what era is that set in? This one starts after, how much do you know the Wolfenstein lore? Have you played any Wolfensteins? Only, like, the original Wolfenstein. So you know the whole, like, robot Hitler thing yep. and yep. all that. Okay, great. Thought of you, Whatever he's yelling, yeah. 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 That's enough. Um, what it basically is, is it starts where in 1946, the Allies, who are losing the war because of Nazi technology, are going in to try and stop Death's Head. That's the project that okay. is going to help the Nazis win the war. And you're still B.J. Blaskowitz, the same dude who's been in every Wolfenstein ever. And what happens is you kind of fail. And by kind of fail, I mean you, you, fail. you fail. Okay. And he ends up with shrapnel in his head. And is kind of a vegetable until 1960, where he wakes up in an asylum in 1960 to a world that is run by the Nazis, and you join the resistance from Poland. It's gone Poland to Berlin to, I think I am in London right now. Cool! And it's all Reich. Really? So they have... I have a screenshot, which I can show you after, basically, where in Berlin... It opens, they open the door, and it's, obviously, it's HD, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And they've done, Goebbels' plan, they've done the massive Reichstag, and they animated it, and it's amazing to see. Terrifying, because he never wanted it to happen. Sure. But it is the Reichstag, like, the uber-Reichstag yeah. that they build, and... Like, London has been remade and wow. all of that sort of stuff. It's really so neat. So it's kind of like an alternate history, but, it like... It's completely an alternate history, because they they nuke Manhattan. The really? Nazis do. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, so, like, that's why the U.S. surrenders, basically. Okay. Because Manhattan was nuked. Interesting. So, yeah. It's really good. That's, and it's and it's really Wolfenstein. Cool. Yeah. It's fast. You you can, like, dual-wield heavy machine guns and slide on your knees while shoot. Like, it's just... It's Wolfenstein. Yeah. It's just stupid fun, and it's a shooter, but it's it's really well-written. Cool. So... So, yeah. Nice. Okay, well, I look forward to watching you play it someday. Or see it. Or see it, or whatever. Yeah. Or if I do get a PS4, borrowing it from you. Oh, I got it digitally. Cause it was Fine, like, then I'll just buy it online. Yeah, because I got it for $9. Oh, nice. So, yeah, why not? Yeah. Worth the price, hey? Very much so. Cool. So then, what are you reading? I just finished uh, the the book by Joe Pepitone, Joe, You Could Have Made Us Proud. Oh, right, yeah. It, it ended like once he kind of once he got traded and he kind of things 
he wasn't with the Yankees anymore. Things kind of not went off the rails, but it just wasn't quite as intriguing as it was at the beginning when he was kind of a disaster. And right, um, so it took me a while to finish it up, but I still really enjoyed the book, and I would recommend it to, to anybody who is a baseball fan. Cool. Uh, the next one I'm reading is another nonfiction. It's a memoir by Sonali Derenayagala. It's called Wave. Okay. Uh, she survived the 2004 tidal wave or tsunami in Sri Lanka. Oh, okay. And she lost her mom, her dad, her husband, and her two kids in Ooh. the tsunami. So she was basically alone. Mm. Um, and so this is like the first paragraph starts with basically it's like the ocean just looked a little closer. So it starts at the beginning of the tsunami. And Oof. I'm, I started reading it less than a week ago, and I'm over halfway through. It is so good. compelling. It's very good. It's an easy read. Like it's that's one of the reasons why it, it's it's not taking me so long. Yeah. It's because oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not a hard read. Right. But it's so interesting, and I just like my heart aches for this woman who lost everything, and like we're I'm, I'm four years after the tsunami, and she's you know she's living in New York, and she's she's on sabbatical. Or I guess she's uh, she's a professor economics and, okay and um and so she's on sabbatical out in in new york and you know she talks about going home and just how you know everything reminds her of her family and four years later she still just breaks down like it's just it's devastating it sounds really sad it really is <laughs> it really is but so interesting yeah and i got it for free like it was in that book oh, nice. deal thing that i i was like the the book chain letter thing that i was telling oh, you right, about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah um so that's one of those I, that came in there and so i was just like this seems like an interesting read i'm gonna try this so it's it's devastating but it's very very fascinating cool uh so i figure i'll be that done that in the next week and a half yeah uh, so then when I'm done that, I'm going to go with something nonfiction because it's been a while. You mean something fiction? That's what I meant. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and I've read it before, but I feel like it needs to be read again. And I'm going to reread Stephen King's It because I love Stephen King and I love that book. And the new movie's coming and next the new year. Movie's so coming you're thinking like, hmm, might be nice to have that under my belt again. Exactly. Start it early in yeah. case something happens. Well, because it's a thousand pages, so it's not going to be a short read. So Although Stephen King's not a hard read. It's not, but it's I just, feel like it takes time. in two months I'll probably still be reading It. I'll be like, I'm just finishing It! Yeah, preaching to the choir because you already know half of my list yeah. because it starts out, are you done? So I can That's just it. blink? Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, it that big book of locked room mysteries, oh, still yeah. working on it. <laughs> it's it's really tricky, just because it's so easy to put down because they are short stories. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm switching between that and I got back into reading the complete works of H.P. Lovecraft again. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I had put that down when I was about twenty percent through that thousand pages. Okay. So I have two thousand page short story collections both that are essentially all written in pre-1950s vernacular in English on the go at the same time. It's like it, reading the it, complete works of Edgar Allan Poe. Like, it's just, it's... It's a process. Like, you have to focus on it. It's not a, it's not a quick read. And Even the short stories are not quick. And it's not something that I find that I can read while, like, if I'm on call and I'm expecting calls, I can't put it down and be like, oh, crap, I have to work for the next two hours. Okay, where was I? Especially in the locked room mystery thing, because I'm supposed to be—I'm not supposed to be—but I'm wanting to try and figure out like what's going there on. It's like, oh like, man, there's yeah. clues, and like, what was this, and why did they say it this way? I'm not going to remember that. Totally. So that is when I read comics and manga and that sort of thing. Right. That makes sense. Um, I read Secret Invasion, 
Okay. Do you know anything about Secret Invasion? No. It's a it's the probably the biggest event after Civil War in Marvel. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It was terrible. Oh. Like I stopped reading comics for about a month after reading it because it was so bad. Really? I hated it. Wow. It, I've never heard you say you hated anything. Yeah. Like you may vehemently dislike something, but I've never heard you actually say hate. Yeah. Wow. It was awful. Interesting. What is... I'm gonna... Spoilers, I guess, for Secret Invasion, but this is like a decade-old thing that happened in comic books. What is, to you, the worst way to end a story? Uh, somebody wakes up and it's all been a dream. Okay. What is the second worst? I agree with you there. That's awful. But what do you think the second worst is? To me, knowing that that is the same... I'm hoping you have the same feeling I do. This is a complete shot in the dark. <laughs> oh, man. Um, if you get it wrong, it's okay. The podcast just ends. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, the sweets just start playing. That's who it is this week. So. I figured, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put the, the opening on again, yeah. and it's like somebody else in your chair. <laughs> Dean, all the way from Macau, phoning in. <laughs> Hello. I don't even know what time it is in Macau, so that would be ridiculous. Ah, the second worst way to end a story. Oh, God, I don't know. Um... So, essentially what Secret Invasion is, is there's a shape-shifting alien species that over the course of a year has been replacing superheroes with themselves. Okay. So they're trying to take over Earth by taking like this is a you see it in South Park with the crab people you see all that sort of stuff so essentially what happens I'm gonna gloss over a whole bunch of detail because you're not gonna probably follow me but it's very X-Men heavy okay ABX like it just it was all just kind of a blur of nothing and everybody is fine everybody is still in the spaceship they were just there the whole time. So everyone who was killed, everyone who vanished, everyone who like so they just got wiped stolen, the clean completely. Just like oh, they're all on the ship. Guess what? Here they are. JK, they all walk out. It's fine. Yep, exactly. That's how it ended. And I'm just like, nope, no. <laughs> and then I was I was uh. reading ahead just to see like okay maybe maybe this event is bad and there's a sip. I know. Thank you, Internet, that there are more people than just me who are frustrated with that one. Okay. But I was going ahead to what the next one, like the next major event was, was Avengers versus X-Men. How do you think this one might end? I won't make you think about it that long. They wish away the problem. What? Yep. The power of wishing solves it. And I'm just like, nope. Rutabaga. That. I'm done. Are you... What? No. So... I was out of comics for about a month. No kidding. And then I, I put some good time into the Locked Room Mysteries and, sure. and HP Lovecraft. I pushed ahead a good 150 pages or so. Okay. And then recently I was just like, do I want to get back into that stuff? And I clicked on, because I use Marvel Unlimited. I've said mm-hmm. that before. I stand by Marvel Unlimited. Yep. It's an amazing service. And at the top, it had Doctor Strange 2015, the new Doctor Strange series. And you know I'm a Doctor Strange fan, and I'm like, why not try it? Mm -hmm. So I read that. And? It was good. Kind of got the taste out of your mouth of... Very much so. Okay. It's not a, like, an origin story again. It's something that's probably better if you already know Doctor Strange. Okay. 
but it was enjoyable. Cool. And then I read a, a Modern Black Widow. Okay. Which was very, very good. All of it done in watercolor. Is that Scarlett awesome. Johansson? In the movies, yes. Yeah, okay. Just making sure I'm... Um, yep. Okay. All done watercolor? All watercolor. Cool. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So those two have kind of got me to the point where it's like, I'm going to just find stuff that I want to read right. and read that. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Well, it sounds like it's been kind of a couple months of upheaval reading-wise for you. <laughs> just kidding. Everybody's fine. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. It's just sense. like yeah. everything that actually happened didn't matter. Because it, it's basically wake up and it's a dream. Oh, you know all of those people that were killed or vanished? Yeah, no, they're all just over there. Oh. That's... Okay. Well, because I was going to say Hollywood ending. Where, yep. you know, that... Everything's fine and everything's, the status quo. Everybody lives happily ever after and... Hooray for the status quo. Hooray for everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Awful. Okay. And then wishing it away. Wishing <laughs> like, it away. Nope. Nope, nope, It's nope. a superhero movie. Not a genie movie. Good. <sighs> Comic book, not movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Good enough. <clears throat> what have you been listening to? I've been listening to kind of everything. Okay. My tastes have been all over the place lately. Yep. I haven't been listening to a lot of podcasts lately because, you know... We make one, so why do I listen to them? You're kind of talking to someone who listens to like 30. I know. So, I'm aware. Yeah. Um, everybody I know listens to them. I just, I have a hard time getting into other podcasts. Uh, I listen to a lot of music. I listen to it. Well, you liked the last the time black we tapes. did this. Yeah. You liked the yeah. black tapes. And it's just, I need, I, I do listen to other ones. It's just when I'm on the bus, sometimes I'll, all I want to do is listen to music. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I've been listening to, uh, I just revisited Godsmack's The Other Side. Oh yeah, uh, it's uh, it's seven songs, all all songs of theirs that they've recorded in studio with their heavy distortion, and everything, all done acoustically. Oh, nice! Very cool. It's that a sounds really good. neat album. Um, I really like I really like Godsmack in general, but this is just it's such a different feel. So it's all acoustic. You get some drums, but like some of their heavier stuff, it's you still get the acoustic guitar and kind of that unplugged feel. Right. It's very cool. So it's probably my favorite album of theirs. Okay. So I was on the bus today, and I was just like, what am I... I haven't listened to that in a long time, so that's what I'm going to listen to. Perfect. Um, at work, I've been actually kind of dipping into the classical music. Okay. Uh, I saw something... I think it was during the Olympics. Somebody had posted something with the the 1812 overture as the underscore. It was like clips of, of Olympic, Olympic athletes with the 1812 overture. And I was right. like, okay. So I was like, I don't care about that video. I just want to. I just want to listen to the song. Right. And so I, I just found that on YouTube, and then it just kind of went through, and so it was like, 1812 Overture, William Tell Overture, Wagner, and it's just like, okay. Cool. That's cool. Um, and then the other thing, I've been listening uh, to a lot of country music lately, okay. actually, and there's a new song, and I'm sure a lot of anybody who's a country fan has probably heard it, but it's uh, it's Blake Shelton's newest song. Uh, do you know what happened between Blake Shelton and Miranda Lambert? Nope. Okay. You, do you, did you know that they were married? Nope. Okay. Well, Blake Shelton and Miranda Lambert were married to Who's like Miranda Lambert. She's a country star as well. Awesome. Two of the biggest country stars in <laughs> in Nashville right now. Okay. Uh, so they were supposed to play here a year ago, or just over a year ago, like right around Stampede. Okay. But Miranda canceled her show because, like, they said that she was having voice issues or something like that. Okay. Turns out, because Blake and Miranda were kind of touring together, turns out she had basically been cheating on him for a while, and that oh. basically destroyed their marriage. Okay. Well, uh, as it would. Yeah. So, Blake's newest single is called She's Got Away With Words, and it is angry. 
Oh man, when I first heard it, I was like, okay, yeah, I didn't really pay it any pay it any mind, but I was listening to it and just like he like it is very obvious who it's about and it is very obvious what it's about. Right. And so it's uh it's pretty angry and pr- like I'm a big Miranda Lambert fan cuz I think she's gorgeous, but sure. Uh like I, she's uh. she cheated on on her husband and that's uncool. Yeah. And so I could see why he is so so angry. Yeah, so that's kind of that's the song that's been sticking out in my mind the most. I know, and I figured okay. I was like, I'm gonna talk about this, and then I'm gonna have to tell Sean all the back history because he's not gonna yep. know any of it, not a lick. So as I was prepping for this, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have <laughs> to talk to him. That's Miranda Lambert. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Very attractive, great voice. Just uh, you know, she's a tremendous artist, but it's like, well, you're a cheater. That's not cool. So, and Blake Shelton, he's a he's a one of the judges I on know the voice. Of him. Yeah, he's one of the judges on the voice, so okay. you'd hear more of him more about him than you would about Miranda Lambert. Right. Because you don't hear much of her if you aren't in tune with the country world. Right. And so, I'm not. No. So I was like, I'm gonna tell you all this. And that's the that's the song that's the the, the most recent song that's been sticking out to okay. me. So yeah. I learned something there today. There you go. Sweet. I know. <laughs> this one for me is always weird because I'm doing so much for Tuesday tunes. Right. And throwback tracks. Right. Although you do take some of the throwback mm-hmm. tracks as well now, which is nice. But that is, that's a lot of my music listening time is spent on those. But I do listen to other stuff sure. as well. Um, not as often. I played Dave the some Biffy Clyro, Biffy Clyro or whatever. It's like a Scottish Foo Fighters. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Really, really enjoying that. I've been listening to Straight Outta Compton a lot. The, the album? album? Yep. Like the, not the soundtrack, but the, no, actual, the actual album. NWA. It is yep. so good. The I, first. I've always liked it, but. It, I would say like it kind of falls off towards the end. Like it's just, it. I find it grows repetitive, but the first eight songs are just deadly. Yeah. I, well, I've always been a fan of Express Yourself with MC Ren. That's fair. Yeah. So it's I usually good. end up listening to the first three and then being like, I'm going to go to Express Yourself. Totally. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Halsey as well. I've been listening to oh, ever since Roadies, which we're about to get to yeah. in a minute here. Yeah. Uh, ever since that episode of Roadies where Halsey was on it, I have been listening to her album. Her voice a whole is bunch. like butter. I well, I had it as soon as it came out. Yeah. The album, and I listened to it a, a fair amount then yeah. for a couple weeks, and then just never really picked it up again. Sure. It just kind of slipped my mind, yeah. and then saw her listened to her sing a bit on Roadies, and went, "I should go back to that," and it's been back into heavy nice. rotation. So cool. Podcast-wise, I listen to so many, I usually try and cut it down to only mentioning one. So today, I'm going to pitch the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Okay. It is a live, old-time radio as a new-time podcast. Okay. It's done by, like, Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, nice. And Ben Acker and Ben Blacker write a bunch of them. Okay. It's, they're all between, except for the Christmas episode, I started at the very beginning. So they're all between, say, 15 and 30 minutes long. Okay. Most of them are probably about 20 minutes long. And they're old-fashioned radio shows. So it's like uh, Marshall on Mars, and there's a a mediums one where there are two drunken Manhattan socialites who are also mediums. So they just do stuff. Nice. There's one about a hobo king. It's just, yeah, and there some of them are two minutes long. They'll just do, like, an old-fashioned radio ad and release it on their podcast. Nice. <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah, it's really enjoyable. They're hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Thrilling Adventure Hour. Nice. 
Uh, that did remind me, I haven't listened to it yet, but a guy at work told me about a new podcast to listen to. It's called the the Koch Brothers Mystery Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Have I've heard it. that one? I haven't heard it yet, okay. but I know of it. Yeah, and apparently it's just like, it just takes the piss out of the Koch Brothers, and which is kind of fun. Yeah. But it, apparently it's just like, it's crude and rude and, and funny as hell, and I'm just like, okay, so that might be the next one I go to. That sounds it fun. it sounds like it could be really fun. I am 100% sure you'd like the Thrilling Adventure Hour. It sounds like it. <laughs> I'm, I love Paul F. Tompkins. I love his comedy. Yeah. Um, and it just like... The fact that you could listen to something in two minutes is just like, okay, just rattle them off and... Yeah. Most of the episode, like the actual episodes, like I said, are about 20, but what's 20 minutes? 20 minutes. That's that's exactly it. You're on the bus, you don't feel like music, or you just want something different, listen to... Getting ready in the morning, you just toss a podcast on, by the time it's done, you're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. So yeah. Nice. That's what I've been listening to. Great. Now the long one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 25... I was so wrong about half an hour. (laughs) You're ambitious. (laughs) Very Especially because it's like I'm looking at my list and like, oh my god, I it, it's a run-on sentence. Yeah, I usually <laughs> cut myself off at a certain point. Yeah, just yeah, I'll be selective about what I talk about. Okay, do we want to do a spoiler-heavy section first or after? Uh, let's do it first. Okay. Yeah, let's do the spoiler section first. So I am going to say we are going to set aside what. Because we're going to talk about roadies and Stranger and Things. And we're going to talk about Stranger Things. Okay. With full spoilers. So you need to go away if you haven't seen them and intend on watching them until the 36th minute. We're taking 10 minutes there to talk go. about these two. Okay. Because we're actually going to talk about them. Yeah. You've been warned. Yep. Where do you want to start? Roadies? Roadies. Because <laughs> we just watched the season finale yesterday and it yeah. came out on Sunday. Yeah. Fine. Came out on Sunday here. Here, yeah. Uh, a week before, I think Friday? it's a week before. Yeah, don't they do Fridays in the oh maybe in the US? But it's, so it's we get earlier. It it's earlier in the, in the states, yeah. but recent enough that we can talk about it. Yep. Um, I love. I loved the final episode because yeah. of all the the guest stars. It wasn't my favorite HBO, or I guess it's Showtime. Showtime. It series. wasn't my favorite series finale or season finale I've ever seen. Yeah, um, we're pretty sure it's a series finale. I think right? so. Like. The, I don't know where you go the band broke from up. there. Like, but did Maybe. they? Tom and Chris are talking. Yeah. So, but where do you go? Do you do you follow them? Do they get back together and do we do a Europe tour? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. But I don't know. I don't... It seemed like kind of a lightning in a bottle sort of thing. It seems like one of those things where what more can you do beyond this, this season? The band in Europe, basically. Yeah. Right? But we never follow the band, like because they're a, a fictional band. Like we can't actually see the band play. We uh, could. You could fever dog it, right? Yeah. Like yeah, just totally. throw up some or some steel dragon or whatever. Whatever, yeah. But I mean, so we could get a fake band playing. Yeah, playing Staten House songs because we saw be, Stillwater, right? We did, That's yeah. Cameron Crowe. So. Yeah. So it is possible. Yeah. It's just, it seems unlikely, but like Bill and Shelley are together. Yep. And at the end, we saw Reg running back after... I love... The journey of Reg was really one of the best parts of that series. Absolutely. Watching him slowly like be, go from being a numbers guy into understanding the world and finding that he's just not happy Yeah, was really good. Well, and being this guy who, like, people go to touch him and he would move to, like, everybody kind of giving him a hug and a high five and, like, he just... He hugged stuffed Phil. Yeah. He just becomes... Kind of. Kind of. Stuffed filth. That was so weird. 
<laughs> so so amazing, instead though. of an open casket, Phil had himself stuffed in like a kind of a Christ In like a Jesus stance? Christ pose. To yeah. The... So that way people could hug him. Yeah. It's Which was amazing. Which was amazing. I liked, but I, I just found it was kind of a soft season finale. It was. But at the same time, it was perfect for Rhodey's because Phil died, and so... It just tied... Every, it was it tying tied, ends together, Exactly, right? but you also got a bunch of guest stars. Yeah, and tons. Tons of guest stars, and all due respect to every other song of the day, that was my favorite song of the day, was The Loadout, okay. because I love that song so wholeheartedly. Like, I've, I've listened to it for years. I'm a big Jackson Brown fan. That's and fair. that that particular... I saw the title, and I was like... I wonder if that's gonna if Jackson Brown is gonna and so you see him sing three songs. It's like And one of them with Lucius, which made me which stupidly so happy. Because I love what a Lucius. Great duo. Yeah. Trio, I guess, because duo is too. Well and Gary Reese was there too, yeah, wasn't he? But I mean I don't know if he was singing, but he I mean wasn't, but still, but like, like, the three voices were so melodic. Yeah. It was so good. Lucius is probably in the running for some of my end of the year song stuff. Oh, for yeah? sure. I, yeah. I'm nice. very fond of their very cool. their new album, so um, <laughs> Dave just looked at the clock because we're like, ah, uh, we have like six thirty minutes. seconds. Yeah. Okay. Um, Overall series, I I liked it. I think an eight out of ten for yeah, me. Yeah, that's kind of about what where I it was. It's not. I liked it. I liked the, I liked seeing the behind the scenes stuff. I thought there was some stuff that was a little flat and like it, the story was a little thin at points, but some of it felt a little contrived as well. I was well, just going to say Where contrived. it's just like, yeah. mm, this is, you're you're pushing us here yeah. a little bit. But at the same time, I found it compelling and I, I watched, I wanted to watch every episode and... Comfort food? Yeah. It was a comfort food series Absolutely. for me. Where it's just like, I've had kind of a rough day. I've had a rough week. Mostly yeah. computer problems. Nothing too, yeah. too serious. But it's just like, I just want some roadies. Yeah. And that was and it. Phil's, the, the second last, third last episode, the one where Phil talks about like oh. his life on the road is a phenomenal episode. And, like, how he got teamed up with Skinner, that was probably my favorite episode. It's between that and the bus for yeah. me. Yeah. I love the fourth episodes episode. They're on the road because yeah. that's... You get to see the road versus the relationships. I don't care as much about the relationships. Yeah. I mean, they're fine. They were fine. But, it's just... But, no, the the having to be on the bus and Chim James just being there for some reason. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the all of the Skinner flashbacks. Yeah. I'm so happy I didn't accidentally spoil that. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if you were caught up yet or not. Yeah. So I kind of like put a feeler out there. Yeah. Anyway, we now are now down. As long as we keep the spoilers into this section, we could keep talking about Stranger Things well, like whatever. at 36 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I could just be like, eh, no more spoilers and then yeah. move on. Okay. But I think that was a good, nice five-minute recap of Roadies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stranger Things. You finally get to talk about it. Oh, man. It was... I burned through that. Yeah. It's so good. It is so good. It took me no time at all. Like, I didn't realize how few episodes there were. There was ten? Eight? Eight. Eight episodes. So I watched the first three in one day, and I was like, oh, okay, well... So then I was I was watching the next... I think I watched four the next day, and I was like... So I checked ahead. I was like, I wonder how many... Oh, there's only one there's more. only one. Oh, well, yeah. I have to watch this now. Yeah. So I was like, if there's two or three, then I'll save them so I can watch them all together. It's yeah. not just you know you don't have just one more episode. But it's like, oh, it's like reading the last fifty pages of a book. It's like doesn't matter what time if you're enjoying a book and there's fifty pages left, yeah, you read you're it finishing it's done. It. Yeah, and that's what I did with Stranger Things. Um, 
what it's a so good. What a tremendous episode or uh, series. series. Yeah, I'm so happy there's a second one coming back. Yeah, that was official today. Yeah, of the day we we're recording this, I broke the news for iHorror yeah. this morning. It's just unreal. Yeah, Eleven was amazing. Eleven was that, loved that the kid ending. Was oh. so good. Oh, all my the God. kids were great. All the kids. Were all great. of the like Dustin, amazing. Mm-hmm. I love Dustin. Which one's Dustin? Uh, the bigger guy with the... The missing teeth? Yeah. Oh, I loved him. Yeah. He was my favorite character. Like, he was... He kind of was the glue that held that group together. Oh, he totally was. Yeah. Like, without him, the two other main kids, because I guess it's been long enough that I, I can't even remember their names anymore, but... Yeah, Mike and Logan. Mike and Logan. And who was the kid in the... Who was the, the kid who was lost by the... Will. Will. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Mike and Logan... <laughs> They, like, easily... I mean, there were refs the whole time because of Eleven. Yeah. And uh, and Dustin was just, like, kept them together and kept them together. And it was just so fun watching his character hold everybody together. Yeah. The the break... When she's breaking the promise, you can see that in her face. You're just like, but... Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. It just... And then Hooper... Who, the the sheriff. Oh, Hopper. Hopper. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I was close. I'm like, I know it's this. That's Where he's Sesame like, Street. Yeah. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> uh, when he's trying to, he feels bad about betraying and trying to kind of make up for it mm-hmm. at the end with the box where it all ties into the campaign that they're playing in D&D. Yeah. yeah. You heard that the next series is autumn of 1984? Really? Okay. It's a direct sequel. Great. Yeah, so we're continuing. Amazing, which is exactly what we all wanted. Well, because it was we weren't sure what the what the deal was, and yeah. you know, was it going to be like a, a true detective where you just kind of jump around? Because we've seen that that kind of works where you can. It does. American Horror Story's been yeah. doing it for six seasons. Absolutely. Now. So it, yeah. is it one of those things where it's like, okay, well, we have it eighty three, and then we go to nineteen ninety, or is it? No, I we're doing we're, we're doing eighty four. The it. kids are naturally aging a year where they're going to be in it a year later. Like it's just it's exactly what it should be. Right. What were your thoughts on Winona Ryder? I thought it was great. I thought she was... This is some of her best work. I thought so, too. It was so good. I think it's... Part of it is because it wasn't a stretch for her. I think yeah. this is kind of the character that she is now. Like, the person that she is. It was, but a, like, it was strongly in her wheelhouse, and I think she nailed it. And I it think was so, a, too. And there is a range there. Yeah. Like, she did have to go through a whole bunch of crap. Yeah. And she did a fine job, I thought. All the... Like, buying the phones and stuff. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> the yeah, there was some, and... some humor to it, and, like... Yeah. yeah. It was, it was a really well done show. You have one minute to describe to me how much you loved Steve. <laughs> Which one was Steve? Was he the teacher? No, oh. no, that's Mr. Clark. Mr. Oh. Clark was amazing because Mr. Clark was the best, and we could talk about that without spoilers. Okay. But I was talking about Steve, the one who Mike's sister ends up with, who totally buys the oh, other kid a you know, camera at the very oh, end. Oh man, that is a journey that I loved. I loved the fact, like when you first see him, he's just like that he's, typical '80s high school jock. Yeah, and you know he's trying to sleep with the the new girl, and it's just like. Oh, man. Like, I can see where... At the beginning, you're like, I can see where this is going. It's not going to end well. I'm not a big fan of this. And... And I even I had even pointed out to you, it's like, tell me how much you love Steve. And I was like, I hate him. He's a... Because I think right about that time, he'd smash the camera. I was like, yeah. this is... He's an asshole. He's a douchebag character. I have no time for him. But then in that... When... when um, uh, the girl and the guy are fighting the demigod... Or the demigod... The... the Stop. Oh. You just... We are now at the part where we stop. We would 
Okay. Stop talking about right. her. It's the Welcome Demogorgon. Back to all Demi- Demogorgon. Yeah. It was so close. Yeah. Welcome back to everybody who skipped ahead 10 minutes. Yep. We're, We're just promised. talking yep. about Stranger Things at this point. Yeah. We just finished up kind of the, the spoilers part. So Unfortunately for Dave, just a bit too soon when he got, we were talking about the journey of Steve. But I think I could try and help you with this a bit. Everyone in that show was a cliché that was nuanced out, that was modernized. Everyone was a stereotype. Everyone was something. Yeah. But they were turned into something different. Real characters. They they got depth as the series went. Because the first episode, you're like, okay, great. I get what this is. But three episodes later, you're like, I didn't. This is actually something a lot more interesting. (laughs) And that's the beauty about television versus a movie. Yeah. Is that television, you can have eight hours to flesh out these characters, you don't have to cram it all into two hours. You don't have enough time for a character arc in two hours. Right. Unless it's literally just following one character. But when you have the jock and the the nerdy girl turn kind of cool, you have the the nerd kids, you have the science teacher, you have the crazy mom, you have the cop. That's a lot of people to to analyze over two two hours. Whereas in a full series... In a full season arc, you can see all their journeys, and yeah. I love that. This isn't really a spoiler, which is why I'm okay with saying it. The only one who stayed a cliche was the dad. That's yeah. it. He was and a he was, he was so... a stereo- But that's the point. Like yeah. he's just that's that's all he needed to be. Yeah. To follow him more than that was useless. Yeah, he was so irrelevant. It's just like he had no, he didn't contribute anything to the rest of the show. No. So. So he remained that '80s dad, '80s clueless dad cliche, yeah, which was fun. But the mom doesn't no. and that's what was so neat about it yeah anyway let's we're done those yeah what else have you been watching for the last two months uh baseball obviously okay because now we're getting to that point where baseball is relevant yeah <laughs> interesting so, yeah. baseball yeah. yeah so and i mean right now as of right now the the, the race for the al east is tight tight yeah. and i feel like it's going to be tight until the end of september yeah, I'm pretty sure it's probably still going to be tight in the two days from when we're recording this to when it's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but it's it, like the Blue Jays and the, the Red Sox. And the Orioles. And the Orioles are all within a couple games of each other. The The wild card race is starting to, to show itself in the AL East. Yeah. Or in the American League. In the AL East. In the AL East, yeah. Although Kansas City's been making a charge and Detroit's yep. been making... Like, there is... There are a couple people making some noise, but yep. right now, as of right now, it whoever doesn't win the AL East looks like they will probably get be the two card. wild cards. Yeah. So it's been really tight, so it's been fun, but kind of I've been apprehensive watching that. Yep. Um, I mentioned it last week. I'm watching, I just finished the first season of Daredevil. Right. I haven't gotten on to season two because I've been finishing Roadies. Yep. And I was told that I should watch Jessica Jones yeah, season you might one. As well. So I'm going to watch that before I go back to Daredevil season two. Except the day that this comes out is Narcos season two. Oh! Well, I'll be watching Narcos season two before I watch any yeah, of that. Literally the day that this comes out. Right. Narcos season two comes out. Right. So we'll talk about it probably maybe even before the what we've been up to i'm sure because it's now that our audience knows that we both watch it and it's a netflix thing we might actually get to talk about it yeah when it's still relevant now that the audience because they wanted us to talk about it a year ago but i hadn't watched narcos yeah and so now that i've seen the first season and know what i'm i'm in for i'll be watching it within the first couple weeks yeah exactly uh i will be watching some of the world cup of hockey I don't care. I don't 
I'm I'm on the fence about it. I'm not nearly as excited about that as I am about Olympic hockey or the World yeah. Juniors. Yeah. It's just this seems like it's the World Cup of baseball or the World Baseball Classic or whatever they call it, where it's just like here's a bunch of countries playing to see who's the best in the world in baseball before the season starts. Yeah. I don't care about well, like Team Canada's keeps losing people. Yeah. Meh. Yeah, I don't I'm not I might watch some of it. I'm I'm curious, but at the same time, like it just seems like a marketing ploy for the NHL to make more money. Yeah, and it lasts until somebody gets hurt. Yeah, Crosby goes down in this. I'm very mad. Yeah, no doubt. Very mad. We have a cup to defend. Yeah, like yeah. Hello, I don't care about this thing. It's stupid. Yeah, you guys don't want Olymp- the NHL players going to the Olympics because of injury and all that, but you're okay with the World Cup. I don't understand how yeah. this is any different. Or is this training camp, which means how good is the hockey going to be? Yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah. Um, so I've been watching... Yeah, I, I, I will watch some of that. Uh, I've caught a new couple movies in the last few weeks that Ooh. I haven't seen before. <laughs> a couple of them are pretty cheesy. I watched The Intern with Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. Oh, how was that? It's okay. That's about what I was expecting you yeah, to say. It was on free TV. It oh, was on the movie yeah. channel. And I was like, it was like Sunday morning or something like that. I was like, oh, it seems, I've seen previews for it's it. It's fluffy. Seems, exactly. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. So I watched that. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It, a little bit of a different ending than I, I anticipated. But I haven't seen it because I was just uh, like, eh. you're You're not missing much. I wouldn't I be like, you're not, it's not like you have to see this movie. Yeah. Um... Right after that, A Million Ways to Die in the West came on, and I hadn't seen that one. And I'm like, I, I it's what it is. It is what it is. I don't yep. mind Seth MacFarlane. There were some moments where I legitimately laughed out loud. Sure, it's a spoof on westerns. Yep. There's some great little moments, and then it was just like, yeah, that's... and then it drags for 20 minutes. Yeah, and you're like, okay, great. yeah. There sure. was points where it's like, so you've seen it? Yeah, yeah. The part where he's out running Liam Neeson, and he gets on the train. Is like, oh, like I thought that was going to be the end, and then I'm like, oh no, there's still no. more to it. No, that just kept going. But, I mean, a lot of Westerns are like that, too. So I guess he's following the old Western trope. Yeah, sure. But it was just like all the funny parts were front-end loaded, and by the end of it, it was like, okay, I'm I'm done with this. Yeah. The one thing I will say, uh, and I, I give much respect and much kudos to Seth MacFarlane, is he ripped on everybody, but he was very respectful of the scene with the the uh, First Nations people. Yeah, he was. Like, there were no, there were no jokes at their... At their Expense. To, at their expense. Yeah. Any jokes that were made were from their point of view to the, the dorky white guy. Yep. So I really did admire that. And I actually clocked that while I was watching. It was like, because he, he of all people could have really taken some shots there. Yeah. And he didn't. And I really admire that. And so I will give him credit there. Yeah. Um. So, but even so, it was, it was okay. And it's like fine. the front part was funny. The end, I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then finally watched The Apartment. And you know what it. actually wasn't on your list? I know. I found the old book. I know. I'm like, oh, it's I didn't not think there. It was. So I wrote it on and crossed it off for you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. It, it was tremendous. Brilliant. It's yeah. like, what a great. And I like that you're, by the time you get into it, by the time you see the opening, like after the opening credits, and you see Jack Lemmon, he's kind of narrating his life. Yep. This has already been established, and this has already been happening for for a long time a long time oh yeah so it's not like these guys come up to him and say hey we want to use your apartment for these illicit things that we're doing it's just it's happening already so that way you don't have to worry about any of the like the 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 preamble or anything it's just like this is what's happening here we go yep 
And exactly. then you're along for the ride, and it's just so... And, like, because that was made in the, like, 60, 1960? Yep. It is... Best like, Picture winner, I believe. There's which, some... Which adds to your Oscar yes! winner's list. Yes! There's some dark moments there. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Like, it's... When you first watch it, it's like, oh, that's pretty good. And, like, light and fluffy. And I was like, whoa, yeah. that turned. No, Billy Wilder takes you on a journey. <laughs> yeah, and he's so. the same guy who does Some Like It Hot, right? I believe so. I think... I have to double check. Okay. Because I'm sure he does something. I, oh, he does tons yeah, of things. But I, I'm just trying to think of like other things, and I feel like that was Billy Wilder who did some like it hot too. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. I like I'm 99 sure. I just want to make sure before I'm like, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some like I think I, I do occasionally get those. Oh, you got this wrong. Nice. messages, which I totally appreciate. Absolutely. If we're I wrong, do. If I'm yeah. Yeah. Tell if me. we're wrong, tell us. Throw pretzels. He did Double Indemnity, mm-hmm. The Last Weekend. He did Some Like It Hot. Okay. Sunset Boulevard. Right. Stalag Seventeen. Okay. The Seven Year Itch. Oh. Witness for the Prosecution. That movie I talked about from the fifties. Yeah. Well, because I and I the only reason I clocked that was because I'm sure I, I watched something just before I watched The Apartment where somebody said, uh, you know, like it, it was something like, oh, we're gonna watch. Something like it hot. That's Billy Wilder. You know, oh, it yeah. might have been roadies. Might have been. Yeah. And uh, and then I was, because then I was like, oh, Billy Wilder, Wilder, Jack Lemmon, uh, Marilyn Monroe. And then I was watching this. I was like, Billy Wilder. That guy did everything. Yeah. So I that was the, the most recent movie I watched, and I I really really liked it. So I felt cool. like I should talk about that. Awesome. Yeah. So that's what I've been watching. You skipped the Olympics. Oh well, I've talked about that enough. But I figured. Just I to throw that out the there, Olympics. we watched a pile of the Olympics. We did. Yay, Canada. Yeah. Archer. I finally got into watching Archer. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so fun, isn't I it? I really am enjoying myself. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you can put it on and watch it. You know, you can watch a couple episodes. And, like, it's been a few weeks since I've watched it. But if I go back, n- not enough has happened that, you know, it's like, yeah. it's not enough happens in the show that'll be like, I have to watch three episodes that I, it's like... Oh, yeah. You're following along, yeah. and you're like, all right, great, that's where we are. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. I have been watching Preacher, although I'm behind a bit. Okay. It's quite good. Is it? I'm enjoying it a lot. Nice. They're trying to cram an awful lot of story together into one season. Oh, okay. And I've, I've even heard Seth Rogen talk about that, because he's like, we need to establish this world, and then we can finally start telling all of the fun stories in season two. Gotcha. So it's just, I get that, and it, but it's still good. Yeah. Finally completely caught up on Game of Thrones. Nice. So I'm ready for the next season, Great. which is very nice. Yeah. Can't really talk about that because you haven't seen it. Not yet. Working on it. Uh, then I've I've picked four movies. Okay. Because I might as well try and narrow it down a bit. Uh, bringing Up Baby. Okay. Uh, Catherine Hepburn. Okay. Cary Grant. Amazing comedy from I've the I've heard 30s. of it. I just don't know much about it. That's one of those, like, it's one of the, you know the title, but less about the movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Basically, she's an heiress. He's an archaeologist trying to get a bone to finish the dinosaur. Oh, okay. Um, and there's a like a jaguar. <laughs> okay. In it, like an actual cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Neat. Called Baby. Ah, that's why it's bringing a baby. That makes sense. Gold Diggers of 1933. You won't know the movie. Okay. It's a Busby Berkeley musical. Okay. Yeah. But this is what we're in the money's from. Oh! It's the opening song of Gold Diggers of 1933. Okay! Sung by Ginger Rogers. Nice! Yeah. Okay! Well, that makes sense. That blew sense. my mind. It, she just started singing it, and I'm like, that's what this is from? <laughs> and I had to look it up. It's like, yeah, that's what that song that everybody knows, We're in the Money, is from Gold Diggers of 1933. Great! Okay! I saw All Things Must Pass. That's Colin Hanks' documentary about Tower Records. And? Very good. Nice. Very enjoyable. Okay. Uh, 
we didn't really have Tower, so yeah. I don't have the connection that listening to Dave Grohl talk about it. Yeah. I don't have that, but it was a really interesting story about this guy who reached really high and succeeded for a while, and then with the digital world just kind of folded apart. Yeah. So, and that's Colin Hanks, eh? Yeah. I love his he stuff. It. I think he's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Last but not least, Macbeth. I saw ah, it. Ah, I've just PVR'd it. I've been, like, it's one of those ones that's only on the movie channel once every couple weeks. Yeah. And so when it's on there, I was like, I, usually I'm halfway through. I caught it the other day, but I, I didn't have time to watch it there. And right. so I was like, it was right at the opening, like, right at the beginning, the witch of where shall, when shall we three meet again? I was like, yeah. perfect. Hit record. And so it's on my PVR. I... Did you like it? Brilliant. Great. It's a brilliant interpretation. I'm very different. Really excited to see it. Very, very different. Yeah. Highly stylized, very visually beautiful. The way they do Burnham Wood, amazing. Beautiful. Absolutely amazing. The choices that they made, yeah. Okay. I am so excited for that movie. Anyone who likes Shakespeare, anyone who likes Macbeth should see it. And who likes Michael Fassbender. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Well, that was 50 minutes. <laughs> so Dave was close-ish. Yeah. So our NFL preview is brought to you by Dash Jones's Bone Polish. Now, Dave, you like having bones, right? Yes. Now, when was the last time you really took care to clean your bones? Oh, it's been at least a couple weeks. Dash Jones's Bone Polish is your answer. Four out of five anthropologists agree that people who start using Dash Jones's Bone Polish today maintain 75% brighter, smoother, and sparkling bones. And it's so easy to use. Just put on the protective apron, goggles, and gloves, and then generously snort as much as you physically can for 15 <laughs> minutes every day. You have 15 minutes, right, Dave? Sure. They're your bones. That's... Dash Jones's bone polish. We're number B one. Bone. Ah, bone. <laughs> bone. And we're back. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is fifty minutes ago. This is our NFL preview, and we're gonna do our predictions for the upcoming season. Yeah, and because we did take fifty minutes, we're going to shorten the preamble of us discussing the coming season just a little bit because we've already talked for fifty minutes. You guys don't need to listen to us talk for two hours. Two hours. The first ever two hour podcast. That's God. episode two hundred. That would be exhausting. Episode two hundred. I think that's not a bad plan. We, we do have four a lot questions. of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's so far in the future. We don't have to worry about it. Exactly. That's like a year away. Yeah. We're fine. Can you imagine if it fell on this day? <laughs> what well, we're up to, NFL predictions, and then we have to do other stuff, too? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Yeah, so we'll, we'll touch briefly on kind of the, the preview part, and then we'll just jump right into predictions, I think I basically, what, well, is there anything you want to actually talk about, Patriot fan? <laughs> <laughs> Tom's four-game suspension, he's finally taking it. Yeah. I'm just... You mean he didn't go to the Supreme Court? I know the PA wanted to. It sure did. That doesn't sound like a waste of bloody time. Or money, or resources, or anything. Just, I'm glad that Tom finally just said, you know what? I'm done. I'll take the four games. I don't necessarily believe that I deserve them, but I'll take them, so that way it's behind me. Yeah, exactly. Let's get this over with. Exactly. I'm not... I'm not thrilled that he's taking the suspension. Right. I still, I'm I'm not thrilled at the, the terms of the suspension, but I'm glad that it's just like, okay, fine. Let's just deal with it. Four games. 
It's the first four games of the year. Yeah. You've gone two and two before, and that's exactly what I think you're going to do at the beginning of the season. I think you're going to win two and lose two. I think we talked about it before. That game against Arizona, they'd be hard-pressed to win it. With Tom. With Tom. Yeah. Arizona's a very good team. Yeah. The other ones, they're divisional. It's a couple divisional. Who are the four games? You've got... I know you've got the Jets once? And I think the Bills once? Bills once. Uh, Cardinals is first. Yeah. Uh, Patriots scheduled 2016. Was not expected to be asked this. Um, Cardinals and then Patriots. Uh, sorry, Patriots. They're playing Play- a, a copy of in, themselves? Sorry, I was Cardinals at the Patriots. Okay. Patriots at the Dolphins. That's a win. Uh, should be. To me. Yeah, Patriots at the Texans. Patriots, uh, the okay. Bills. Sorry. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, no, no. Cardinals at... The, I don't know which one is home, which one doesn't. Cardinals, Dolphins, yep. Texans, Bills. Okay. So one of I could see one of either the Texans or Bills with their defense. Now that Denver has given the league a like a blueprint on how to beat the bejesus out of Tom. Yeah. I can't imagine Janine Garofalo is going to be able to work his way. Like Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be able to play the same way that Tom does. I no. don't think he has the release point. I don't think he has the release speed. No. So I could see, because the Bills have a really good defense, and the Texans are defense. Absolutely. One of them I could see beating the Patriots. So yeah, I'd say two and two to yeah, start. that's kind of my guess. And the the Arizona game with Tom, it might it'd be, be. close. It'd be I close. could see the Patriots winning that. I don't see it being... That's is a, it that's in Arizona? I don't know. I couldn't figure out... I think it's Arizona. Schedules are hard. Well, the it was just like the bottom team is always the home team, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's in New England, then away, 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 which doesn't make sense. I thought it was three home games because I thought it was three games that uh, that Patriots uh, fans were going to get Arizona. to see. You're at Arizona. Yeah, so then it's home, home, home. So it's backwards on, on the schedule I was looking at. Okay. Because then it's three at home, which means that that's three of eight games at home that Patriots fans don't get to see Tom. Yeah. Can he be in the stadium? No, he can't even be anywhere around the football team. Could he be across the street from the stadium in a tent with TVs? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know what what is. I don't know if there's a, a restraining order on Tom. Can he be in Boston? I I hope so. I mean, that's far enough away. Yeah, it's a half that's, hour. That's train That's exactly ride what I thought, right? It, so so yeah. he he goes to show them at the Boston College Stadium and have Tom just like sitting at center field. That would be amazing. You know how many Patriot fans would go to that? I would go to that, for sure. Beyond that, like... Have there been any other real major stories? Injuries in preseason. But that's the same story there is all the time. Teddy Bridgewater yesterday... And that affected my picks, for sure. Oh, is that why that changed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Freak accident, too. I know, right? Like, Like, it was training. Like, it wasn't even in game, was it? It was a drop back. No, he was on a drop back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so practice. it was non-contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-contact okay, drop back. Yeah. He just, he planted his base foot to make the throw and crumpled. Yeah. And everyone freaked out because that's awful. That is, just watching a guy do that, like, just that step And it's his third year, and it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. So, Vikings are rounding into shape. Yeah. Spoilers, I suppose, to the predictions before the injury. I had the Vikings making the playoffs. Now I don't know. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, so, I, I didn't have them winning the, the division, but I, no. I considered it, and then I was like, oh, Bridgewater's down. Now what? Yeah. Do they... I mean, I know Tim Tebow is really trying to go for that MLB career, but do they go for Tim Tebow? No, he's out. 
Yeah. They interviewed him yesterday on oh, the NFL Network. He's oh. like, he, his pro like his pro workout day for the MLB teams was yesterday. Yeah, I know. So yeah. he would, he's like, no, I'm done with football. I'm done. Interesting. I, I just wonder, like... There's so many, like, you could get Michael Vick, Tavares, Jock, Tavares Jackson is available. Yeah. You might be able to pull McCowan out of Cleveland. That's you true. might be able to get Geno out of the Jets. Like, yeah. there's, there's so... There's options, there's options sure. before yeah. Tebow. Yeah. One, Tebow... He's not the guy. Like he's no. not. He's not an NFL quarterback. No, he's not. Despite your offensive coach wasting a first overall pick on him, first round pick on him. Yeah. McDaniel, Josh McDaniels, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Oof. Yeah. It's just been an injury plagued preseason, which yeah. happens, and Romo's out. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What a. I have a friend who's a cowboy fan, a couple actually, and I'm just like, I feel I'm starting to feel bad for you guys. I agree. But Dak Prescott looks real good. Yeah, yeah, he does. So my uncle's a big Dallas fan too, and it's just yeah. like, I don't, I don't see the Cowboys doing much. But like, I also don't see Romo starting. If if Prescott has a good year this year, yeah, I don't see Romo coming back as a starter. Not not for the Cowboys. Yeah, maybe somewhere else where they. Because he's a good quarterback if he can stay healthy. Yeah, he is. He's not... Like, I wouldn't consider him top five, but he's a good quarterback. Better and, than Flacco. Yeah. Well, I'd have him over Flacco <laughs> like, if he could stay healthy. Yeah. But he's just injury-plagued. Yeah, he really is. This was his back, though, not his collarbone. Yeah. So at least it's something different and worse. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, whoop! Dodged a bullet there on the collarbone injury. Yeah. Yeah, sure, I'm glad it's not just a clavicle. How did, how did you hear about it? Because I got one of those banners on my phone where it's just like, Tony Romo injured, one. Yeah. Or, or Tony Romo out. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, screenshotted it and sent it to my group text because we were we were talking uh. about Romo a couple because he didn't start. And they're like, oh, no, he's not injured. It's just, you know, whatever. And there was all this speculation. And then it's like, Romo out six to eight weeks. Yeah. Oh, oh. I saw six to ten. Oh, whatever it but was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh man, uh, that's 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 tough. Like, I'm not a big Cowboys fan. No, me neither. But that's but that's that. You never want to see a team's shot like chances go down the drain at the beginning of the season because their quarterback goes down with a broken back. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and they need him. They like, do. Some teams could you could lose a quarterback on a few teams, not many. You could have. I mean. They basically they lost Peyton for half the season last year in Denver and yeah, uh, I mean Osweiler Brock Osweiler is a good quarterback and yeah. he he did a great job. But we'll like, see how he does in Houston. Yeah, but I have some thoughts on that. A lot of I mean, they were basically playing without Peyton for the first four games of the season and still won because of their defense. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, injuries are tough. Injuries are tough. I'm excited for the season, though. Me too. I'm, I'm so been, ready for NFL. Like I said, I we did our fantasy draft earlier this week. Oh, nice. How'd you do? I did okay. okay. So did I tell you how we picked our, our placement this year? No. Okay, so because we're not doing a keeper league, every year we find a different way to figure out who who picks when. Sure, yeah. And so this year we all, like, because I came last in the in the, the league last year because I just had a terrible year. You really had a, you had some injury troubles. Yeah. You also picked first, didn't you? Yeah. And your choices were between, like, Lacey, Le'Veon Bell, and AP. And Jamal Charles. And Jamal Charles. And I picked Lacey, who did nothing for me last nothing. year. He was awful. Should have taken Le'Veon. Uh, to, but then he got then hurt. Then he got and hurt. Just and like, then Jamal oh. Charles got hurt. Like, yeah. So AP was the pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was no way I'm picking... Not anymore I'm not picking Adrian Peterson first. Like, yeah. 
four years ago, 100%. But anyway, um, so because I was last, we picked, we all got to pick golfers in the, the PGA Championship. Oh, nice. Yeah, and however your golfer fared, yeah. that's where you got to pick. Okay. I picked Dustin Johnson. Ooh. He had a great U.S. Open. Yeah. He's been lights out. He didn't make, he missed the cut and came like third last in the tournament. Yeah, he had a bad He open. had a horrible PGA Championship. Yeah. A horrible PGA Championship. So you pick... I pick 10th because... I prefer picking there to up higher. Well, and that's the thing. We, The way it worked was you got to this year because having picked first, I don't think first is cracked up what I it's cracked first. up to be. Unless there's a clear one. I want fourth or fifth, so you're kind of like, you get it, especially because it's a snake draft, you're coming back both ways. Yeah. Picking first, you get the first overall, but then you pick 24th and 25th, you have to wait a long time to come back. You have to be really into football, I think, to be good at the top three spots. Because like, yeah, oh man, I got the best player in the draft, but then you have to be able to do sleepers late. Because if you can't, then you're basically pulling dregs. Yeah, and so I... I picked 10th, and that's where I ended up. Like, I was the last... I had the last player in the tournament. And so there was a couple of people who picked 11th and 12th so that they can get the doubles the doubles coming yep. back. So I get it. So 9th and 10th, those are... Like, I would like 4th or 5th. That would kind of mean to be the... Be kind of the best. You're in the middle yeah. of the pack. You get a good first-round pick, but then you're not... You know, you're not, you don't have to wait 23 picks between, between your first and second pick. One's tough. So one is tough. I didn't love that. So anyway, um, I did okay... Okay. Um, I can't remember. I, I, you I can know, obviously look it up. Yeah, I can obviously look it up because I have my fantasy app on my phone. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys go with? Yahoo. Ah, nice. Yeah, I love Yahoo. They're so good. Uh, my team. I've got. I've been trying to decide if I want to do any drafts this year or if I want to just do like pickums and stuff. Oh yeah. I haven't decided yet. Gotcha. Because I've really got into doing the like pro selects and picks yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson is my quarterback. Okay, sure. Yards on the ground, yards in the air. Yeah. Should be better in the air this year. I think Although their so. line sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Macklin is my wide receiver. One of my wide receivers. AJ Green. Okay, um, yeah. Jamal Charles I got. So if he can stay healthy. That would be nice. That's all right. CJ Anderson. Julius Thomas. I like Thomas. that pick. Yeah. I like... Un- unless the, that Devontae Booker starts stealing some of the li- wider plays but i'd see cj getting some good yards there yeah yeah Yeah. so that one i'm okay with uh julius thomas and then it kind of goes down from there okay Um, defense defense new england's defense sure kind of the best of what was left yeah that's and then my kick i've got carson palmer as a backup quarterback i'm basically gonna play him when the seahawks are on a bye but he also might do okay (laughs) yeah like (laughs) like I'm not upset about that. That's a, that's a good That pair. is my second quarterback. Um, Who's your second RB? Do you guys only do one running back? No, we do... Uh, oh, you said CJ, right. CJ and Jamal Charles. Right, right, right. So we do two running backs. And then uh, my backup running back is Charles Sims. Okay. I don't know much about him, but again, it was just like it's somebody to plug in on a bye week. Yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling okay, but it's just... And then Shane Graham. Shane Graham is my kicker, like for the Falcons. Oof. Yeah. Okay. I might I might drop him and pick up another Kickers one. Kickers so, aren't hard where it's just like, hey, great, this guy is doing well and yeah. has good matchups. Yeah, so basically my, my, my report card came out and they're like, you had the best front half. Like, you were off to a sizzling start and then your picks later sucked. That's basically the, the synopsis I got from Yahoo. So Sweet. 
I'm feeling okay about my team. Yeah. I'm. It's going to be one of those years where I'm going to have to do a lot of, you know, waiver wire picks and, you know, yeah. see who's playing hot. And Outside of AJ Green, I'm not crazy about your wide receivers. No. So it might be finding a few diamonds in the rough, That's finding some I'm, of those guys who are hiding. Like in Odell Beckham Jr. a couple of years ago, nobody knew who he was, and all of a sudden... Yeah. He's starting to, you know, he's lights out. So they paused like, there because I kind of made one of those looks where it's like, well, yeah. some of us knew who he was. But, like... <laughs> but, yeah. One of those guys who kind of came out of the blue and all of a sudden he had a breakout year. Yeah, nobody expected him to do what he did. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he went third, I think. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so I did okay. Yeah, We'll see how fine. it goes. I just, I mean, it's with my family. It's fun to talk it's smack. For fun. And exactly. Yeah. There's a little bit of money on the, like, I think we put 40 bucks in and... Like it's that's not it's just a lot for fun. of yeah yeah so I'm not I'm not stressed about it so nice yeah well that was 15 minutes not five to ten but whatever it's us yeah so we ramble exactly so here are our totally right and totally accurate and take these to the bank picks yeah because if you haven't learned anything about us knowing these like picks from last year we're not great at this no but nobody is no so it's all crapshoot man awesome yeah. Start with what's probably easiest for you, AFC East. Patriots. Yep, me too. I was, because of the four games, I was a little apprehensive. Like, I was more wary about this than I normally am. Yeah, but who's going to beat them in the division? That's kind of what I figured. Like, the Bills look okay. Better, yeah. The Jets are okay, but I don't think any of them can compete still. Jets might come close. Bills might come close, but I... I still think... I still give the edge to the Pats. Yep. So, it's Patriots for me. Me too. North? Uh, Cincinnati. I'm giving it to the Bengals. Okay. Did you pick Pittsburgh? Of course. Yeah, I figured. Uh, I'm very high on Pittsburgh this year. Yeah. The def- Well, look at how much the defense improved from this first game when you played us yeah. to where we almost beat Denver in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. It's another year with this defense. What we drafted was what we needed. It was a large, hard-hitting corner. Yeah. That's what we were missing. Our pass defense, we overhauled completely. That's what was missing, and our offense is still one of the top three in the league. So I know that we lost to the to the, uh, to the the Broncos in the, the AFC East or the AFC Finals last year. Yep. But I was more worried about the, the Steelers. Like, if the Steelers got past Denver, I was worried about the Steelers. That's, so, but that's just it. We can score points in bunches. We can yeah. put up 40 on anybody on a yeah. good day. Like, do you remember it was like two years ago when you had Ben Roethlisberger yeah, on your sure bench do. and we scored 60 points two weeks in a row? Sure do. Yeah. It's just, I really like them this year. Yeah. I think the Bengals maybe take a step back because they have been losing a pile of their coaching staff. Hugh Jackson, the guy who basically ran that defense, now right. is the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Oh. So... I think the Bengals take a step back myself. Also, I just, would I ever pick against the Steelers? No. No. It's like you picking against the Pats. Yeah. If I, you, if, I also, I just really like the Bengals. I've made this abundantly clear over several podcasts. Except for the fact that they keep trying to hurt everybody around them whenever they play Pittsburgh. I know. And I know. It's just, they're I, really someday I just, sometimes. I, someday I just want to do, well, I know. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. Um, That's what I mean. Yeah, they're yeah. dirty. And yeah. So eh, I have some trouble with that. That's fair. No, I don't think Marv. I don't have no respect for Marvin Lewis. Yeah, I'm not. A, I just there's something about. I think I think it's just the. I want the Bengals to do well, but I don't like the Bengals. Sure, that's fair. I think that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, well, and they're in your division too, yeah. right? Like, I want the the Dolphins to do well, but I don't like the Dolphins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so South. I went Houston. Me too. I just 
considering I told you that they were going to make the playoffs last year, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm much well, higher on Houston than you are. Yeah. I always have been. It's just the South is it's such a... But, I mean, the rest of the division isn't great. Like, I don't... Yeah? I don't know how Indy, how Indy's going to do. There's other teams... Like... Uh, I've been like I before we did this. I after I did mine, I yeah. went to see what some of the experts were thinking, and some of them are actually talking about the Colts winning the division. And I'm like, who can they beat? They yeah. get pushed around on defense yeah. by everybody. Exactly. Luck's good, but he is. He's not the savior. Well, on he's offense, not, he yes, is, but he can't but play defense for them. No, he can't do everything. No. So yeah, it's I, like Drew Brees in New Orleans. Drew Brees is awesome, but um. Yeah. Can they stop anyone from putting points up yet? No. no. So. So, and that's the thing. So, I like, I, I was thinking Indy, but I just, Houston is the, the most logical. Fair and enough. And with the, with Brock Osweiler, yeah. who knows? He might, he might be the quarterback that they need. They've it had QB be. issues and who knows? Yeah. And they played how many quarterbacks last year? Exactly. Like six? Yeah. So if this cool. is the guy that they need, then, then they get a little spark on offense too. And their defense is going to win them games. Totally. Just like it did oh, last yeah. year. And Absolutely. that was what I said last year. Yeah. I didn't I picked the Colts to win the division, but I was like, Texans are gonna make the playoffs because they are yeah. so good on defense. Yeah. The fun division. Kansas City. Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Based on the way they ended the season last year, I know they didn't do that well in the playoffs, but yeah. uh they kinda went on that like on an eight game terror to end the season. They and sure I did. just I yep. I feel like there's something in that Chiefs team. Sure. So and I just, I don't know what, I know Denver has the defense, but I don't know what they do offensively. I took Oakland. No way! I'm higher on Oakland than I am on Denver or Kansas City. Kansas City, Houston's out. The heart of their defense, out mm. for the year. So I don't know, they don't have the offense to carry that team. Right. Their defense has to, and Houston is such a big part of that. I right. don't know if they can make it up. I don't follow enough injury stuff. That's my problem. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I I could very easily be wrong, and I could very easily see the Chiefs winning mm-hmm. that. Like Alex Smith steps up, the offense is better this year. Jamal Charles runs roughshod. Yeah. The, the line holds up. Raiders get hurt. Broncos get hurt. It could very easily happen. So I don't think it's a bad pick yeah. at all. But I just one well, Oakland's been last year my going surprise the right team. My team that yeah. was going to be the biggest surprise was Oakland, and they were. For by my definition, I'm like this is a team that always sucked. You always picked against them in yeah. like your family pools and yeah. stuff. It's like they go to the East Coast, they're gonna lose. Last year they were good. They were good, and they're better this year. Yeah. So I, I I'm not. I I considered it. I considered yeah. Oakland as well. Like it's not the, it's not the gimme that it used to be in the AFC South. West. West. Yeah. 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 It, it. At least it was. You know, before it was Denver. Yep, it was. Blanket across the board. Everybody's picking Denver, but nobody was picking Oakland. Now it's no. like... Any of those three teams yeah. could win the division. And I just... There's something about Oakland that I like. I like what they're building. I like Carr. I like Amari Cooper. Yeah. Khalil Mack is a beast. No love for the Chargers, though? No, none. Absolutely none. <laughs> I I was weighing them as my worst team in the AFC this year. Yeah. Until I remembered someone else. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, who are your wild card teams? Uh, Pittsburgh and Denver. Okay. Yeah. So I gave Pittsburgh the love. Yeah. I, I, despite the fact that I don't have them in the north, I'm pretty sure it probably will be Pittsburgh in the north. I just, I just keep pushing Bengals. for the Bengals. Hey, they won it last year. Yeah. They win their division quite often. Yeah. Yep. So, but 
you can't discount, like you said, the defense and Ben, and there's just so much about them. Bell and Brown and... Yeah, Bell, that is a deadly offense. Le'Veon Bell, if he can stay healthy, and Antonio Brown, like... If, if he doesn't stay healthy, we have D'Angelo Williams, who yeah. could also easily run for a thousand yards behind that line, as long as Pouncey stays healthy. Yeah, so... Again, we're based, like, it's all based on Ben gets hurt, and then we're running Landry Jones out there? Great. We're yeah. gonna go four and twelve. Totally. Like, yeah, exactly. So, it's it's all speculative, right? At this it, point, but exactly. yeah. So, but I think Denver's defense does well enough to get them in the in the wild card. So, yep. uh, uh, I'm I'm almost the exact opposite. I have Bengals Broncos. Oh, there you go. So, so it's just like we just swap the Bengals and the in the Steelers. Yeah, and, that's, and I'm with you on the Broncos defense getting them there, but Trevor Simeon. Uh, yeah, I'm a little worried there. So that could go to Chiefs as mm-hmm. well. Um, I've heard a lot of rumblings about some other stuff, but we will talk. More later. Okay. So we will move on to the NFC, and then we'll do our playoff picks okay. after. NFC East. Oh, God. Nobody? Is there nobody that we can pick? Because... Oh, I took the Giants. Did you? They invested $200 million in free agency in their defense. Their defense is one of the best in the NFC oh. again. Damn it. I'm taking the Giants. I'll take Odell Philadelphia Beckham. just because... I don't... Doug Peterson, rebuild. I don't know if they're starting Wentz. Right. Peterson's the new coach. Okay. Right. It's a bit like the a... way that Tom Coughlin got handled at the end of that. Oh, okay. That's the Giants. I was talking oh, about sorry. Philly. Philly. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. McAdoo's the new coach in right, New right. York. Okay. But you, So you took the Eagles? I did. Kate, they uh, could pull it off. It's the NFC East. That's possible. That's exactly it. Like, it's... But I just... All that money that New York spent on defense, I cannot imagine it not at least partially paying off. And that team was so close last year. Right. Eli's not getting any younger, so they're going to take a, a good run at it. Yeah, no, that's, mind it. that's fair. Um, but yeah, I don't think you're too crazy. It could happen, but as far as like my predictions went, I have them fourth. Gotcha. But it's the East, so they could be. I don't know. I, I don't like the Yahoo's new... Uh, they, they changed up their, their fantasy app, so I was trying to see if Giants' defense was available. Ah. But I can't <laughs> work my way around that. I, not without... Fully yeah. focusing and not paying attention to the podcast. Well, and so. Patriot defense is fine. Yeah. You'll be good. Yeah. But yeah, the Giants invested, like, because they got Vernon Davis. Like, they got oh, Olivia yeah. Vernon. They got all of that. Yeah. They paid so much on free agency. Right. So I think it pays off for them. They're close enough. I can see them winning okay. that division. Fair enough. North. Uh, Green Bay. Yep, me too. It, I mean, Detroit is, they're, they're shallow what they were. Like, I think without Adama and Sue last year, they kind of were exposed for what they... Yeah. Don't have. Yeah. Um, the Vikings, like you said, they were in the hunt until Bridgewater went down. Now it's just, I don't know. And he, like, he was surprisingly good. He, I didn't think much of him, but he... He, he manages that team well. He and he really leads does. that team well. And now it's Sean Hill. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, 36-year-old journeyman. <laughs> Great. Who used to be the starter in Detroit before they got Stafford. Yeah. So... I was going to say Matt Castle. I was like, nope, wrong nope, Matt. Nope. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> I think it's Bridgewater's injury kind of helped Green Bay a lot. I think so. Because I think Green Bay is okay, but also they should have Jordy Nelson back this year. They do. So that might... I'm, I'm maybe <clears throat> higher on the Packers than you are. They're yeah. They're good this year. I think, like... They also have the softest schedule in the NFC. Oh, do they? Yeah. They play the fewest teams with a winning record oh, great. from last year of well, any team in the NFC and maybe in the league. Like, they have a super soft oh, schedule. Oh, well, good for them. 
So okay. that makes a big difference too yeah. to why I'm thinking they'll make it. Plus sure. softer schedule. You can maybe rest some guys later on, which totally. means they're healthier and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the plus NFC... Plus Jordy Nelson's back. Plus Jordy Nelson's back. And um, Lacey has lost like 30 yeah, he pounds. Came in, he like, looks like a in beast In way again. better game shape. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> Sorry for Dave's fantasy team last year. Yeah. Uh, what'd you call your team, by the way? This year? Yeah. Marco Garoppolo. Nice. Yeah. Right. I think you told me I that. I did tell yeah. you that. Yeah. Yeah. That one made me really happy. And my my team icon is Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I'm just going to write the Panthers in for you for yeah, the South. You, you can do that. Because we both made that horrible mistake last year of disrespecting <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. We are not going to do that again. Yeah. They, I would have really liked Cam again this year. He was my, like, he won me games last year. Yeah. He sure did. Uh, so I'm not, like, I would have way rather had Cam Newton, but, you know, Meh. I was picking 10th, so. Yep. He was gone well before I had a chance. <laughs> They're good. I can't see anybody else in that division winning more games than the Panthers. No. Basically where I'm at. No. So, the West. I've got Arizona. Yep, me too. Like. I don't see a reason that they shouldn't. No. Like, we talked about it when we talked about the Patriots. They're, the, the Cardinals are a good team blanket statement. But they have they have more competition than the Patriots do with the Seahawks. Yes. But like I said, I don't like the Seahawks offensive line just does not look no. great to me. This no, year. and I mean Jimmy Graham I don't I still don't know what they're doing with him in Seattle. Blocking. Yeah. Which is with absurd. No sense. Yeah. So And Lynch is retired, so now it's is Rawls great or Yeah. So it it'll be fair. an interesting, yeah. Wild card. Now I'm kind of. <laughs> uh oh, you're qualifying it already. Well, I've got Seattle. I, okay. I've got them as one of them, but I also have Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, I don't know about that. Falcons. Yeah, it's kind of my shot in the dark this year. I wrote it down as Fallons. So you nice. took Jimmy, a team of Jimmy Fallons, Beautiful. to win. That would be awful. They would all just start cracking up on the line, <laughs> just breaking, <laughs> and they'd all be hurt. Yeah. Uh. It's kind of my shot in the dark of the entire, you know, you always need one or two wide out picks, and sure. that's kind of my wild pick. So Okay. I also have the Seahawks. Um, I had the Vikings Okay, after the Bridgewater injury and being like, Sean Hill? Yeah. Because Bridgewater managed and helped them win games. Uh, you want a shot in the dark? I'm taking my bucks. Are you? I am. Interesting. I think Jameis steps up. We've got... Our running back is ridiculous. The defense is young and fast and getting better. And it's kind of a soft schedule because we play stuff like the Falcons. Okay. But it's tough early, but it's easier late. Great. So I could see going on a later run and maybe when these other teams are playing, I looked at schedules and I'm like, okay, some of the ones that I was thinking, because I don't like the NFC much this year. There were only like eight to ten teams, not even ten. Yeah. Maybe eight teams I was considering. For winning division and wild card, right? <laughs> and then when Bridgewater went down, it I lost one of those, right? Maybe the Vikings can still do it on defense because they were pretty heavy defense. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It's, it's just it's they got to put points up somehow. And absolutely, you can't win hell. games only on defense. Although the Broncos tried three days from now, like after this comes out and next week on Wednesday they sign. McCowan or yeah. something, I would then consider putting yeah, the Vikings back sure. in. But I just I cannot see Sean Hill no, leading them. I, I agree. As soon as I saw as soon as I heard about Bridgewater, I was like, mm, that shoots them in the foot a little so, bit. Yeah. I just I could see Jameis Winston stepping up. The, the team's really high on him this year. 
we have very similar picks, except like the odd discrepancy, yeah. and like we each have a shot in the dark. I kind of like that. From the south. From the south. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I love Mike Evans. Okay. The receiving core in in Tampa is real good. Right. So interesting. Could see it happening. Okay. I hope we're surprised by something random, yeah. but you never know. I love it when that happens. Just like Dallas somehow pulls it off. I'm like, yeah. what? Dak Prescott, rookie of the year, Dak Prescott. Yeah. And he throws for 4,000 yards pulls and a, runs for 2,000. Like, yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah. wow, that's yeah. awesome. That would be cool. Dave's AFC championship is. Patriots. And? Oh, uh, oh, damn it. They have to play somebody. Right. Sorry. I was thinking. Uh, who do I have? Um, I'm gonna have the Patriots. I'll say Patriots Pittsburgh. That's the same one I have. Yeah. Yep. Although I have you losing. Okay, I have me winning. Because you go two and two in the first four games, so you're going to go to Heinz Field instead of Gillette, and That's I think fair. we can beat you there as opposed to having to go to Foxborough. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're picking our own teams basically, but at the same time, when I was working it out, because I did the like. One, two, three, yeah. four, and I worked it out. I'm like, I could see this breaking down. So yeah, no, yeah. that that makes perfect sense. Heinz Field is a scary place to play. Uh, An AFC Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if we're healthy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, do I believe Gronk's going to play the whole season? No. Do I believe Edelman's going to play the whole season? No. Yeah. And that's and that's exactly why I'm doing this. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, but again, we both have the Patriots and Steelers in the AFC Championship, yep. a game that we'd have to watch together. Oh, God, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Although you'd have to hope it goes well. Yeah, you really like to rub it in when my teams lose. Yes. Well, you do too. I've, I've I, been humbled. <laughs> a lot. Like, I've yeah. quit I've quit like rubbing it in because I've been humbled. I'm like, ah, uh, you know what? I don't... I'll just be like, "Hey, man, nice try!" Like when the when the Patriots beat the Seahawks in the in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, your roommate. Well, and my cousin. Yeah, is a massive. And all I was like, "Hey, Keeks, sorry about that. Tough game." Like it was like completely, like I, I was. Or as I send you walls of gifts of Peyton Manning doing fist pumps when you lose in the AFC Championship. Yeah, because you're a good friend like that. Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> but but you do understand that it's in fun. Totally. Whereas other people might not. Like, yeah. I wouldn't do that to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't get the fact that I don't care that much. Yeah. Well, it's it's a game. Yeah, exactly. So Speaking of games, who's your NFC championship match? My NFC championship? Uh, Arizona and Carolina. Oh, rematch. Yeah. Except this time I think Arizona wins. Cool. I have Green Bay, Arizona. Okay. With Arizona winning. Okay. I think... Well, I don't remember how I worked it out. I have the Panthers finishing second, but they draw the Packers in the divisional, uh, and Green Bay I have going into Carolina. So you have them winning in Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because if it's Carolina, if Carolina plays in Green Bay, I think that's an, oh, that's it's over. A, it's yeah. not an issue. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you have Arizona Pittsburgh in the Super have, Bowl, and I have Arizona New England. Yes, you do. That seems pretty pretty accurate in Houston oh is it that's where Super Bowl 51 is I looked it up okay yeah and I'm assuming you're taking the Patriots because you have to take the Patriots I have to take the Patriots I also just think that with the suspension Tom is going to be playing angry now the rest of the team has to stay healthy like you said Edelman Gronk if they stay healthy we have a good team and Tom is going to be out for blood yeah so that is kind of why I'm going but it's also it's hard not to 
And again, the reason I look at the Steelers beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship is because Denver showed us how to beat you. And we have the people who are fast enough that can rotate in just to be like, okay, hit Tom 20 times in a game. That seems to work. Totally. So it's just... And it's up to your line. If your line that's holds, that's exactly it. If okay. we can counter that, then we're then we're okay. If we can't, like we couldn't against Denver, we're boned. Then all of a sudden, Von Miller, or for me, it's James Harrison and Bud Dupree, yeah. streaking through, and then Shazier's coming. Like it's yeah. just, I could see it happening. Yeah. So what that totally means is it's going to be Jacksonville, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> we're just selling you on the point that you don't want to base anything on our picks. Yep, yeah, exactly. We've also been talking for th- this is the longest podcast of all time. Yep. Yeah. So well. They it just was, they fell together. Yeah, they exactly. fell together. It's the perfect storm. And these of... are just it's what's going to happen. Yeah. What is your worst AFC team named Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like it's Sean and I. I was picking, doing my picks here, and I was going through. I was like, okay, worst AFC. Oh, and I didn't even look up the teams in the AFC. Is like it's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. They they've been awful for years. I don't think they RG3 haven't done is enough to. I don't think he is. No. If he stays, even if he stays healthy, I don't think he's the answer. No. And they haven't done enough in the off season to inspire confidence in me. I think they've done enough to set themselves on a path. Totally. I think they're going analytics now with with Hugh Jackson. Yeah. I think he's going to put in a program that, right. if they give him the time, can slowly build the Browns into something. However, looking at their schedule, I think they win a game. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I, they could go one in fifteen this year. Jeez. And I like the, I think the Titans are going to be better. I love the fact that they have Demarco Murray mm-hmm. to balance off Mariota. Huge Mariota fan. Go yeah. Ducks. So it's just I could see the Titans being better. The only other team that I saw down there is San Diego because right. I really don't like San Diego. <laughs> that's that's fair. So, what is your worst NFC team? I picked the Bears. Ooh. Yeah. I took the Niners. Oh, that's a good call. Kelly with either Kaepernick or Blaine Gabbert. It's an older team that has a whole bunch of turnover. They've got to start bringing more talent in. They haven't yet. Yeah, I know that's... So that's where I'm at. You've got two of the best teams coming out of the NFC West, but you also have Which means the they worst. play four games yeah. against Arizona and Seattle. Yeah. The LA Rams, I have no idea, but they got Gurley. They're kind of they're they're kind of the, their defense is kind of tricksy. They're kind of the unknown, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't Honestly, like playing them. in LA. I feel like there's going to be kind of a reason to some hype there. Yeah. They're going to maybe be flying a bit. Ride the, first the few crowd weeks. the first couple weeks for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think I don't. It's that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. I just and it's Chip Kelly. Yeah. What did Chip Kelly show me in in Philadelphia? He had one good year with a really talented team, then he blew it apart. Yeah, and it fell apart. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Interesting. So bears. Yeah. Why the bears? I just they crap shoot. Basically, yeah, they haven't really done a lot. These gonna last keep talking ones are, up here. What's that? Why are you talking about the bears? <laughs> just gonna keep talking up here. They haven't done a lot in the last couple of years. I just feel like they haven't done. I don't. Again, like I haven't really been following the transactions and everything. I just don't know if they've done anything to improve their team. Yeah, I. Th- I I think they're going to be better than San Francisco. Well, now that you mentioned the Niners, and as soon as I was like, oh, that's probably a better pick. But, I mean... They might be better than the Lions this year, too. Yeah. I'm not I'm not in love with the Lions. Right. I just think... Um, I could also see the Falcons winning, like, four games this year. I know. They're such a crapshoot with the Falcons. They could win... Ten or they could win four, and that's that's why I was like, and I don't, yeah, I don't blame you on that. Maybe they're a wild card. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, they're not the first wild. I I, I had them first because I was looking at that division. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Seattle's the first wild card. Oh yeah, think, yeah. 
what is your biggest surprise team of the year? Jacksonville. Yep, that's what I have. Oh too. yeah, I think it's fairly widely across. Most of the experts as well are just like, look, you just... they're not there yet, but they're gonna make some noise and they're gonna show what they're capable of in two years' time. Yeah, or next, or next year. year. I think I think there's something to that team. I think Blake Bortles is a decent quarterback. Yeah, and he's he took some steps forward last year. Yeah, especially in the second half, their defense started to look better. Allen Robinson is amazing. Yeah, so so I think I I, I think they're not going to win their division. No, but I think they're going to be competitive. I don't. They're not the. I had people them, aren't going to walk all over them like they used to. I have them competing for a wild card spot, but they lost nice. to Denver. Okay, in mind, like yeah. I have them seventh in the AFC. Nice. Okay. <laughs> like I'm very high on Great. like eight and eight, nine and seven. Yeah. Ish. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like Jacksonville a lot. Could see that. What is the biggest disappointment? I've got Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I said, well, I, but they're always disappointing. But then is it? With Romo going down, is that a disappointment? Like, yeah. or are we just expecting them to not do well? So yeah. that one's kind of cheating. Well, but still, like at the beginning of the year, it's like Dallas is going to turn it around. They yeah. finally got the running back back. Ezekiel yeah. Elliott's awesome. As far as fan bases go, I think Dallas fans are going to be the most disappointed in the league this year. Okay. Yeah. What? Are, who's your flying Snyder's? Ah, that was going to be my second. I think they overachieved last year by a fair amount. I think Cousins is a good quarterback, and he'll be fine, but yeah. I don't like their defense. Why do we call them the Flying Snyders? Uh, just because, because I'm not going to call them. The other term is racist? Yeah. I'm okay. Not... That's what I thought. I, I also, just... somebody wrote the Flying Snyders as the thing, and I'm like, I really like that. Yeah. That's funny. And yeah. Snyder's the owner, right? Oh, Dan right. Snyder is the owner. Okay, He's yeah. the one that keeps saying he won't change it because of tradition. Yeah. So I call them the Flying Snyders. Right, that makes sense. That, that they were my number two. If it, it has to be somebody from the NFC East, and I, I figure it's going to be the one who yeah. won the division last year. That makes sense. I just I know they have Norman as a corner now, but that defense so overachieved last yeah. year. They won so many close games that maybe they shouldn't have. Yeah. So I could see them being disappointing. This yeah. Year. No, that makes sense. All right. Oof. We're exhausted yeah. and thirsty. You guys are probably exhausted from listening to us. And thirsty. And thirsty. Ear thirsty. Yeah. For air. Yeah. Because you have your headphones in. Yeah. That's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions just like we didn't do today. Or just to have a good old chat. Let us know your NFL picks. Let us know what you've been up to and watching and enjoying. We'll talk about that sort of stuff. And we'll probably listen to it. Yeah. And watch it and read it. and Exactly. Yeah. Want to talk to us on Twitter? Dave can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. I am at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys From Podcast. Email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at The Guys From. Invent a time machine. Travel back in time and carve a message into the Bow River Valley. But make sure it's deep enough. That way erosion doesn't wear it off. Because some of you probably tried it and we didn't see anything. Yeah! If you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, tell strangers, hell, hire a pilot and write it in the sky. I don't Ooh. care. Just do something to get our name out there. With oh. Saren? Yes, exactly. We didn't have a reference. Oh, yeah. Ooh. You're welcome. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Wow! It's almost two hours in. Yeah. Dang. Good save. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, yeah, so... Write the name in the sky. Anything helps. Throw us a review. Uh, I've totally lost my train of thought. Only you can help our podcast grow. 
Also, throw us a rating or a review on iTunes. Anything you do can help us. If you like it, rate us. Mm-hmm. That gets our, our, our name up there. Uh, you can also find the podcast basically anywhere where podcasts are found. Player FM, Podbeam, the Blueberry app, Stitcher, the innovative on-demand podcast app. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? We've been talking for two hours. We spent a whole 50 minutes talking about things that we're doing. Just do one of those things. Sean? On our website, theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this epically long podcast, we also write articles about things like music, that's indie music every Tuesday, and songs from the 20th century every Thursday, sometimes about movies, and this coming week, on this coming Wednesday, which is the 7th of September, it will be the final... 10 of our top 100 Simpsons episodes of all time. Yeah. Hey, where can I find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com Oh, yeah. Also, head to ihorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And I'm tired, so I'm going to suggest naps. Naps. Nature's way of reminding you you can sleep at any time. Love it. Special thanks to The Sweets for our tremendous opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also, special thanks to Yahoo for doing such a good job with their fantasy football. Except for apparently on this app that I can't navigate. <laughs> so, never mind. Thanks for nothing, Yahoo! This has been episode 131 of the Guys From Podcast, the Aubergine Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. 69 more until our two-hour podcast. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is our friends The Sweets with their song Prairie Blues. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. We're big fans in the indie community and we want to lend our support. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Have a... Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is continuing to go thanks largely to pluck and caffeine. Pluck and caffeine. That's all we've got going for us right now. Blackness is our pounding from within And the dust blew as a reminder 
of the endless wind He was a man on a mission As brave as he could be And he stranded what was love Like a sailor lost at sea No more coffee in the morning Just mourning for the pain No more eating round the table Memories flickering No more laughing, no more crying Well, it all came to an end No more trusting, no Yeah.